Hello everybody here, my name is Ben, you guys don't want to be me, uh, welcome to the current event show. We're going to make sure everything is all going great right now. So, we're going to get this thing going right now, so please stay with us, and let's get, start, get started here coming up. And I will have to see what... Uh, okay, and everything you might... Let's see what record I can start with. We're gonna start this show, guys. Guys, you know everybody here. My name is Ben Yuko with Zoe Wanting Media Enterprises. Welcome to the current event show on this Wednesday, January 12, 2022. I wanna know how you are doing yourself today. Hope you are having a fabulous day. We are not going to speak on here, but we're going to have to have a very, very emergency briefing tonight because you're going to have to do something that is unethical, that cannot do, that can never enforce. They cannot even get you to enforce this. Forcing this, this, you know what, this, what, this, 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 this so-called fraud, knowing what, you know what, that we are not to say on here. We can't say it on this site, on this Facebook at this time. So we're going to take it to the, we're going to take it there. Because we're going to have to have a further discussion on the podcast. So, you, so you're so you going to have to enjoy this because there is got to be no way no possible way that you let a guy like Jacob Fry and Melvin Carter 
who do not respect you, that will never do anything for you, and they're never going to do anything because they've done nothing for black people, do you expect a guy like them to care about your future? This man has no respect, has no pain, no gain for your businesses. This man never cared about your businesses. You know what that's going to be coming down now that you're going to have to do. So I am going to leave it there for y'all. And I'm going to get down to the, the other topics of the day because apparently they are now going to pretty much okay. And okay this fraud. Okay? So that's going to be the way it goes. Now, now the next thing we're going to talk we're going to talk about the Gophers. And the next games coming up, the next, the few next games the Minnesota Gopher basketball team has got coming up here. So we can talk about that. They will play today at 6 o'clock at Michigan. Then they'll, then they'll play Iowa, we don't know what time, Wednesday at Penn State. And then Saturday at 11 with Sunday. They'll play today. They lost on Sunday. They're gonna play today. They're gonna play today. I should be able to watch, but I have to watch it while I'm doing the, the the broadcast. We're gonna have to. We're gonna tell people to go on somewhere, to go click on something. To you will come on the broadcast. We're going to have to discuss something, thing about a, a scam that is about to to be taking place in both Minneapolis and St. Paul that we are not allowed to talk about. On this site. We'll have to go to the podcast. And I'll have to record that broadcast for you. Because it will have to be done. Okay. So now. So that is what we have going on. So it's like the same mistakes again with the Gophers. The Gophers have a bad offense to play. They're going to have to fix all that up. So we'll be able to see what's going on. So see if I can fight where their weaknesses are on that front. Okay, so I'm pretty much done with that. Now I think my next topic is going to talk about the college football national championship game. It actually was a good game. It was actually a very, very good game on Monday night. I, I, I was I wasn't able to watch the rest of the game. I was, most of the game I watched like the the highlights. So I was so t- I was working all day, so I was able to to watch. And most of the time I try to watch all the stuff here. Most of the time that we are working working up here and stuff. So the idea that you saw that national championship game it was very very um amazing to see um so many mistakes when they had an injury and then they made all these mistakes because you had a you had one of the top best players in college football and he doesn't win the national champion um, bryce young dope ass athlete he actually can pass the football run we have to see his his whole record when he comes when it comes into full tuition, and one other thing I did not add on that, sh- on that show is I'm going to talk about that. I just got a report about the Major League Baseball stuff, so I'll get into all of that currently. 
So, so, so that is one of the things that has to be taking place. All right. So, the idea is the national championship game that is coming up, which uh, the national uh, that was on past Monday, was actually pretty amazing to watch. It was all penetration of the ball. The first quarter, they had a little hard time. Then the second quarter, the, the uh, they had issues. Each one, they, was, they were winning it until like the four quarters when they had all the mistakes down. They had turn, fumble, they had a fumble, they had an interception of the game. And they took it all the way to the house. And that right there sealed the whole game. Like first of all, he had that one play on third and ten. On third and ten, ten they only he only kept caught was caught in his one hand. <laughs> and that was like so much difficult to actually do. So that's pretty much what had to take. And stuff, so it, it's not like it's hard and stuff. So you can't kind of underestimate what everything kind of went down in the game. So you pretty much have to be supportive of what you do and get confident of what the plays are going to actually be. So. That's going to be such an amazing highlight and what you're going to see coming up. So it's not like... So that's like going to show absolutely things in the, in the long run in it. So that's like, you know, that's like one of the things that you can do and have that stigma of confidence on, your, on yourself. So that's what it is. So, you know, if you're like the Bryce and the rest of them in the, in, in the NFL draft coming up this year, later this year, see what all of that come up, basically come taking down. Oh, all right. So that's good. Mm, okay. I find it amazing on that. So the next. So what else we got? We got so we got that pretty much coming up. I want to just talk more about the AEW releases that was also been going on. There's a lot of the Marco stunt. Y'all know about the big ones now. You got Marco stunt leaving. You got him. You also got 
Joy got him, and you also got Peter Allen. I wasn't a big up, but you gotta ask the question: Is is an AEW starting to turn into a WWE 2.0? Well, you got a lot of those stars that came from them, but they weren't like they weren't investing in. And this is one of the mistakes that AEW actually does that really shouldn't be doing. You shouldn't just because you got Jungle Boy. You have him, NJF, Darby Allen. Darby Allen's a big star. Yeah, Adam and Paige. You got that whole group of people where you can go build up some promos and some segments that can get them get people to actually watch the magic. Because you, this is the future. This is the future of the brand. So you got that going on, and you have all this particular things going on with that. Okay. Mm, okay. And that will be the, the strength of it all. So we need to understand that effort there. Okay, so that also is going to be, and it's kind of really scary to see how they're all keep keep not having all the best talent at AEW. So that also, so you also have confidence of making sure that everything goes well in the product. So that is going to be that, that you know it's those things that can happen so you might have to be so consistent on what you want to do there. Alright, so yeah, so that that is one big thing coming up there with those AEW releases going on. So I'm gonna get one more. I got one big story I wanted, to, and this came out of my thing this morning. It came out of my email this morning because I got I had an email this morning about this stuff, and it was in my attention. And this is two big things. There are two big stories that came out of my attention. I forgot to put them in. But I want to get to that right away, right away. First one I want to talk about is the the annual bargaining agreement. I want to get back to talking about that quick, and then I'm going to talk about one of the Twins players that's going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame. That we'll get into those, and we'll get into those details next. Okay, so so this is the next article I'm going to read to you. This is one one 
about the bargaining session here, so. So we're going to get to that article right now. Alright, Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association will hold a bargaining session on Thursday, return to the table via Zoom in an effort to work toward a new collective bargaining agreement. MLB was intended to sit down is expected to make a new proposal regarding some of the core economic competitive issues at the meeting to address player concerns the first since the lockup began on December 2nd. The two, si- the two sides have met on other issues in the week since the lockup began, but not discussed any core economic issues during that time. Then the final meeting on December Major League Baseball made a proposal that the union rejected, paving the way for the lockout to begin out just hour later. The league has worked on proposals to create a path for a deal. A source said one likely to build upon some of the concussions that have already been on the table. Among those on the driveway will de- de- desensitizing tizes tanking the elimination of the quality officers and the university designated hitter in the increase in the minimum safety for younger players. The MLB has seen more material gain including changes to the free agency super to eligibility and revenue sharing. So that's one big thing you got coming up on that. So I think what we got to deal in a situation like this we're going to need to have time to look at the whole agreement and see what is the what are the two going what are the economic issues that we need to look at what is the thing um what is some of the other concussion and health issues we're going so we're going to have to look at all those two so that's i hope in this collective bargaining agreement we like to see this because we want to make sure that they get take their time sit down have a discussion to make sure that there's things on the table so they're ready for the new season to begin. So I'm hoping that we can have a good new season and keep the actual games attached and get everyone back on the field. Okay, that's kind of good for us there. So that's actually going to be very, very important on 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 that on that front so we got this and we got a we got twins news that we're going to talk about today too so this came out on our attention today so we need to Talk about Jim Cat number 36. So they're talking about July 16. Okay, so Jim Cat, his number 36 jersey is right here. Okay, so it's number 36 jersey. So let me get this out of the way. So twins to retire Jim Cat's number 36 on July 16. Okay, so I'm going to read that article to you. As Jim Cat prepared to take his place in Cooperstown among the, the greatest is in baseball history, he also earned an enduring spot in the story of the Minnesota Twins when the club finally retired his uniform, number 36, 
during the 2022 season. The Twins announced when the cap will be honored in a pregame ceremony at Target Field before the club's scheduled home game against the White Sox on Saturday, June 6, July 16. Cat number 36 will be the 10th retired by the Twins joint Hall of Fame. Harmon Kellerbrew, number three, Rob Carew, Curry Pollard, and Brett, Brett Belvin, fellow class of 2020, and Dr. Tony Olivia, club legend, Kent Herbat, Tony, Tom Kelly, and Joe Mauer, number seven, and the number four two was Lee in the honor of Jackie Robinson. Cat and Olivia, who elected to the National Baseball Hall of Fame last month, be about the Golden Days era committee with John Kilbrook, Kelbrook, Puckett, and Bevan as the fifth and sixth players in Shine in Cooperstown and the members of the team when their inductions take place on July 24th. So it's great to see. So let's learn. Let's go on some little bit of some great history of what actually brought this, these guys in the Twins Hall of Fame today. Okay, the upcoming number of retire in honor of cast evokes memories to of a similar distinction for Bevan in 2011 when the right hand and longtime twin teller had his number retired followed by his own election to the Hall of Fame. Bevan has previously been only pictured that his number has been retired by the twins. In addition to cast contributions to the train while winning that the number 36 has carried a special significance to the franchise in the past two decades, Joe Nathan being the one of the most successful closing the club history, sporting the number from 2004 to 2011, and most recently, former bench coach Mike Bell wore that number before his death from Kenny Kansas before the 2021 season. Cats, cats. 25-year major league career actually preceded the establishment of the Minnesota as he broke into the major with then Washington Senators in 1959 and moved to the Twin Cities when the franchise relocated to Minnesota in 1961. That made him one of the original Minnesota Twins who brought bought the major league baseball to the upper Midwest for the first time 61 years ago. The left-hand pitcher for the franchise for 15 seasons through 1973 earned his first two All-Star honors with Minnesota in 62 and 66 while helping to anchor the 65 team that won the American pennant. He started three games against the Dodgers in that World Series, including a Game 2 victory over the Colfax at Metropolitan Stadium. Cat has also won the first 12 of his 16 conservative, consecutive, consecutive coming Golden Glover, while the Twins erailed him to post a 2.82 record and a 3.35 ERA across 4,531 third of an, and in 898 games pitch. 
He pitched in a four decade and he's one of the five pitches in AL and to pitch in 24 or more seasons, all before he earned seven Emmy Awards as a broadcaster following his playing career. Oh, that is such an amazing accomplishment that you have to do today. Okay, we got one story in tech and we're going to get out of here. Best Raspberry Pi narrative. So just check out this Raspberry Pi. They got some different good alternatives out there. So, so you can take a look at all. You, you got Oxford XU4s. So check out all this good things in Raspberry Pis here so you guys can have all what you need okay alright guys we'll be on the Black Tech Billing Program special the emergency broadcast should be coming to you guys here later okay so we'll continue on guys you guys have a nice night day right now we'll be back okay see you guys in a little bit